Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. You are listening to episode number four, It's All Good. Welcome back, everyone. I so enjoy getting to chat with you, and I've especially enjoyed comments from some of you that have been so kind to say that you look forward to listening to my podcast. I really feel like quite an amateur at this, but hopefully I'll get better in my delivery. I Every day I get up with the thought in my head, what can I do today to help someone? Yes, I'm trying to build a business, but really in the back of my mind, I just want to help people feel better. So it's a whole new year, and we all have kind of different feelings about that. I think ever since COVID's been around, which is, in my opinion, been around too long, but I don't think it's going to go away very fast. I think there's always going to be some form of it. We we maybe are going to have to live more cautious lives, physically, health-wise, and whatnot, because of we just knew that there were going to be diseases without cures. We're getting closer to that. But I bet, along with our flu vaccination, we'll also be getting probably a COVID vaccination. But we have a whole new year in front of us to do with whatever we want. We recently got hit with a lot of snow, and it's predicted to snow for several days in the next coming weeks. And I love the four seasons and I love the snow, but it also, as I look out my window, even when it's not snowing, the sky is white, the roofs are white, the ground is white, the trees are white with snow. And sometimes, certain times a day, if we can get a glimpse of sunlight, It's absolutely beautiful, but a lot of times it's just kind of the same color, and I'm one who needs a little bit of variety in my life. I have a great sympathy for people that work in cubicles, because that would be very difficult to do. But in my mind, I know nothing stays the same. I know that the snow is not always going to be here. And we kind of say things like, oh, when is it going to stop snowing? Or I can't wait for summer to come. But we we have to remember that our thinking tends to want to deal with absolutes. And yet we know the seasons, so that's probably not going to happen. But it would be easy to think, oh, just how long is this going to happen? And so what our minds 
do is they tend to want to go to the negative sometimes. But I I like to remind myself that things never stay the same. But that also goes for the good things. But what I find with and working with my clients is that they give their mind, I call it airtime, into things that are going wrong, wrong with what their adult children are doing or unfulfilled expectations. And yet they don't give the airtime to reminding themselves things don't necessarily always stay the same. Things can change. Maybe things will get better. Or even even coming up with ideas of how they could get better. We tend to come up with longer lists of what's going wrong. And I call it terminal, that it's going to be that way forever. But we, we don't know. There are no absolutes. And I guess you could say there's no absolute that even summer is going to come. But I at least give my mind the airtime that, yes, uh, in a month or so, for sure, it's it's not going to be snowing as often as it is right now. So I think there are some things we can do to give our minds the assignment of thinking a little more in the positive and a little more in the lines of hope that things will change, things will get better. So one of the things is, is I think we need to practice dreaming. And what I mean by that is dreaming on purpose. Start thinking about, and let's just say for the year 2022, what do you want to do? Who do you want to become? I was talking to the kids in my Sunday school class. I teach the 14 and 15-year-olds, and I ask them, what lights you up? And so ask yourself that, what lights you up? What really gets you excited? And what can you do this year to make that happen? And try try to push away those thoughts that your mind wants to go to of why it couldn't happen, but dream of all the things you want to do and why it could happen. Another thing I think we can do to become a little more positive and to give our minds more airtime in thinking on positive things is to ask ourselves good questions. One of the things is when something hard comes up in your life is to ask, not why is this happening to me, but why is this happening for me? And then ask yourself, what if nothing has gone wrong? Maybe there was a reason this was supposed to happen. Another question to ask yourself, is there another way, is there another perspective to look at this hard thing? Another question might be, what am I going to think to make this year great 
even if it maybe started out with a hard thing. But that kind of goes back to going back to your dreams and dreaming about what lights you up and what you want to do. I think another good question to ask yourself is, what do I have control over in my life? Because so many times we just go to our minds about that things happen to us that we don't have control over. And yes, that is true, but we always have control over what we're making it mean. So that's kind of my next thing that we can do to give your mind more airtime that life is good is to give attention to what we can control. I can't control really when COVID's going to go away. I can't control if I'm going to get cancer or not. But I can control me. And I think about that in relationship to I can't control anybody else. I can't control whether somebody else likes me or not or how they treat me. But I can control how I want to view what's happening in my life, how I want to view this person that maybe said something to me or did something to me that was unkind. I can't control how they're going to act toward me, but I can control my thoughts and what it's making it mean. And I can make it mean that it really doesn't mean anything about me. I always like to go to the thought, people that hurt others are hurting. And that gives me a perspective of having compassion over something may not be going well in their life, and so they're acting this way. But I have control over me and how I want to show up to the other person. So I call it, I am the circumstance in somebody else's life. And by golly, I don't want to have to live with regret. I'm not perfect. So there are times that I do show up probably unkind and say things I shouldn't say, maybe not even on purpose, maybe sometimes even on purpose. But I do have control over how I show up around somebody. And what I mean about that is I show up as a kind, loving person, an understanding person, not necessarily condoning their behavior, but someone that they have the choice to have kind thoughts that trigger or cause them to have positive feelings. So I can control that. So that's important thing I like to do that helps me get my mind in the frame of being good and looking for the good. Another thing is 
don't expect others to fulfill your needs. If we're expecting others to fulfill our needs, then our minds are going to look for all the ways that they're not fulfilling our needs. And so then we're in that negative side of life and not in the positive side that we'd like to hang out. There are too many things in life that come up unexpectedly that are hard and cause us to have negative feelings that we don't want to have these uh, a control, you might say, or an expectation of somebody else to be fulfilling our needs. We all think that when we got married or when we had children, when our children became adults, they would help make us happy. But that is not their responsibility. It's our responsibility to make ourselves happy, to fulfill that need of wanting to feel important, wanting to feel like we're making a contribution in the world. And we just have to accept our children for who they are and let them be them. Again, that goes back to, I have control over thinking about how I want to feel about my children. And when I'm when I have thoughts of judgment, I'm not feeling good. But if I'm even just having thoughts of curiosity, then I'm feeling good. And all of this takes practice. It's not easy to do. But if we practice, our mind tends to get reprogrammed a little bit that we can start looking for more compassionate ways of viewing the world, viewing our circumstances, viewing the people around us rather than judgmental. One thing to remember too is we are all interested in ourselves first. And just too often we, like I said earlier, we expect our children to be the ones to make us feel important and needed. When I went through my cancer treatment and I was away from church for quite a while, ooh, probably close to a year, and when I came back to church, people were asking me how I was and it was it was great to see everybody and to hear people. But as time went on, people would keep asking me, how are you? How are you doing? And I know they meant well, and I appreciated it, but I got tired of talking about myself because my back still really hurt. It wasn't like I could say, oh yes, this week my back hurts less. I didn't want to talk about me. I didn't want to talk about my illness. And at that time in my life, I really didn't have a lot to talk about because I was still had so much time of my life was taken up by caring for myself physically. 
So I would answer them when they would ask me, how are you doing? I would say, thank you for asking. How are you doing? And they would immediately go on for the next five or minutes telling me something about them, which I appreciated. But it kind of shows that we are basically, it's a natural man, we're interested in ourselves. And so in a way, that's a good thing. We need to learn to to take care of our own physical and emotional needs. We learn to, I say, have our own back. It's Is it wonderful when someone says something that causes you to feel good, to feel needed, to feel important, to feel love? Of course. But because love is the best feeling to feel if we wait for someone else's action to trigger thoughts that cause us to feel love, we're going to miss out on so many opportunities to feel love. And so if we can reprogram our brain to just give some airtime, I call it, to thinking, to having a compassionate thought or thinking about something good about that person or that circumstance. Another thing we can do is to accept whatever good happens in your life, no matter how small it is, and make it a big thing. We just want to start with the little things, like getting a hot chocolate that was the perfect temperature. I know we all like it different temperature, but I really like mine hot because it cools down fast. And so I get really excited when it, when somebody gives me a cup of hot chocolate and it's the perfect temperature. When, and maybe this isn't a little thing, but that my flight wasn't canceled when I was flying somewhere, the airline business is crazy right now. And I I look at people and what's going on, and some are just grateful that they're able to get wherever they're getting, and others are quite annoyed that the airlines was not anticipating further ahead or trying to better work at fixing all the problems that come up. But just get excited about little things. I get excited about when my family all gets together and that nobody had was in a car accident, that everybody arrived safely. I, I get excited or... I always get excited when I hear from my kids, but when I haven't heard from one of my children in a while and they just out of the blue give me a call, I get really excited. And I I take that as a good thing. Too many of my clients, some of them have told me that they haven't heard from their children and their children have even expressed to them that, 
They don't really want to have any communication with them. And then they get a text from them. And instead of getting really excited about it, they they have the thought, oh, but this won't last. This is only temporary. But I want to say, and I don't, but I think, but it happened today. You know, just bask in the feeling that they did reach out to you. There is the possibility that this is the beginning of a change and that they are going to start reaching out to you. But our brain, they just want to protect us. So they they tend to want to go to the negative outcome. And so they they want to protect us by not getting our hopes up that maybe it's going to be a never another several months before you hear from your child. But I take it as just somebody just put a cherry on top of my hot fudge sundae or somebody just anonymously gave me a $100 bill. I just think really celebrating on any good thing is a way that we can redirect our brain, that we kind of give it the assignment that, hey, I really want to to see the positive in everything that I can. We know that there's going to be hardships. We know that it's not always going to be that way. But just deal with that. Deal with the negative things that happen when they come. Don't conjure things up in your mind and and have those negative feelings that negative thoughts bring you ahead of time. Just try to train your brain to find something good in everything that happens. I heard a young man tell a story once about all his life he had wanted to go surfing. And he was a young adult, and he was driving. He could drive the car, and so his friends were going to meet at a certain spot one Saturday morning to go surfing. And they had to drive a ways to get to the beach or whatever. And they said, you got to be here at 6 o'clock, and if you're not, we're going to leave without you. Well, on his way there, he came to a train crossing. And so he showed up. I think it was 6 o'clock they were meeting, and he got there, and it was 6.15, and they were gone. He could have been discouraged. He could have been really angry, could have had all sorts of thoughts of what they should have done or what he should have done not to have let this happen. But he chose to have the thought, there was a reason I wasn't supposed to go. Now, he never heard of any mishap or anything that happened. But, you know, what What a healthy, good thought that is. So I just want to go over the five things that you can practice to do so that you give your brain equal airtime to focus on the good 
of what's happening in your life. So the first thing I talked about was to dream big and dream as big as you can. Dream about impossible things you want or want to go or places you want to um, travel to, things you want to accomplish. Ask yourself good questions, and that is healthy questions. Number three is don't try to control anyone else. Just work on controlling you and your perspective. Number four was learn to fulfill your own needs. Don't wait around. You can wait. And yes, there are people that are going to help us fulfill our needs. But don't wait around for that to happen. Start right now and look of ways that you can make yourself feel good. And then the last thing was celebrate big, any good thing that happens in your life. That one I just can't stress enough. It just feels so good and it gives you so much hope. You know, everything I've told you, none of it is real easy. It takes practice, but you can do it. If you have any questions or any rebuttal on anything I've said, you can DM me on my Instagram account, which is Bonnie Lyman Coaching. All right, you guys, have a good week and talk to you next week. Are you tired of feeling sad and hurt all the time? I can help you. I use a simple formula called the model, which is as simple as addition. It's simple to learn, but not always as simple or easy to apply. Go to bonnielyman.com and book a free one-on-one, free 60-minute coaching call, and let's talk this out.